going to be quadruple check right here. Quadruple check. We are on. We are recording. AA for Entrepreneurs, episode 7. Episode 7. It is September 11th, 2018. Just about 2200 yes. hours. That's uh, 10 p.m. just for anybody that doesn't know military time. If you didn't want to take the time and use the device yeah. that you're listening to this on to Easter standard. Google it. <laughs> Easter standard time. Eastern Standard. Super important. Massachusetts was thinking about going to Atlantic time zone. Were they? That was a thing, yeah. Interesting. Thinking about getting rid of... Uh, like the daylight savings. Yes. That. Yeah, I heard That'd be that. great. There's no point of it. We're not uh, farmers. I mean, we are farmers, but it's not... <laughs> <laughs> we're not farmers anymore. We, we, we are farmers, but... Yeah. We don't go off fucking daylight savings to know... We go off... Machines and cameras. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I don't even know what why we do that. What the point is, I, I'm not really. I think sure. it's just to be inconvenient and really fuck with us. <laughs> could be, could be. You never know. Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, he was the one that invented it, right? I, but, wow. Speaking of like entrepreneurs, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> he crushed, dude. Crushing he it. crushed. Like, imagine if he was here today, mm-hmm. he'd be like Vaynerchuk. That's actually yeah. comparing Vaynerchuk to Benjamin Franklin. Do you think he's at that level yet? Oh, yeah. Va- you think so? At Einstein? I mean, not Einstein. Benjamin Frank? I don't think he's there yet. I don't know, man. Like, he Benjamin Franklin's like... on, on the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> he's on Gary's going to be on the thousand when they he when invent be. that. He might No, be. it's going to happen. He'll be like the I'm face of I'm calling it now. Bitcoin. AA for Entrepreneurs, episode seven. You guys listening? Gary Vaynerchuk's gonna be on the next new dollar bill. He's gonna be on like the Bitcoin. It's not gonna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's gonna be. His yes. Face. It's gonna be Gary Vaynerchuk's fucking face instead of the B. On the record. The Vaynercoin. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, how's your week been, He's man? He's definitely thought of that. My um, actually, my week has not been good. Uh oh. Yeah. Why not? Well, uh, I just my job. You know, yeah. they, they scheduled me for 40 hours in, uh, again. it's broken yeah. up into two weeks, but yeah, again. So really it's 48 it's, hours? Basically. No, because, I mean, they used three days in a row at the end of one week, and then two at the beginning uh, of the next week, and then this one day that I have to go back on, uh, on Friday. But, like, it's not that big of a deal, because I get a, a vacation, essentially, on either end of my Thing so yeah. they the people at my job might think like oh that's that's awesome well like uh, I'll give him a favor he gets two vacations that's really great but the thing is it just overwhelms me in that that week where I can only do what I have to do and yeah then, like the things that I want to do I can't do because I just don't have the time or the energy you know do you feel like so, your business lacks a lot during those times absolutely oh yeah. Do you feel like your motivation levels are just crazy Plummets. low? Yeah. Until, like, your today. Your work week's done. Until today. So today's, like, my Saturday, and I just, I hustled all day. Yeah. All day, because I was, like, super excited, but it was stressful at the same time, because you're like, I'm falling behind in all of these things. Yeah. So you get to catch up, you just go, 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 go. I think it's important but, to uh, just try to stay on top of that as much as possible yeah so the the problem I'm facing and this is probably the second or third time that this has really happened to me where I'm super overwhelmed and I know the solution I just need to be better prepare for it like it's not like a surprise I know I've got a schedule I can see it so now I just need to prepare like okay this would need to get done on Thursday but I'm gonna have to work so I have to get it done on Tuesday so this is definitely something that I can get around this isn't it's just an obstacle, and you kind of learn how to deal with it. It's not ideal. Yeah. It's not perfect, but it's it makes you tougher, I guess, just dealing with it. But, like, something that I, I realized with this is before starting my five-day streak, and I said five-day streak, like, everyone, people are probably, like, scoffing at me, like, dude, I do that every week, I understand. Respect. Right? <laughs> when... We also have full-time entrepreneurial ventures. Yeah, like... I, before I started, I was on like a, a decent streak with my my podcast. Yeah. And 
this, the day that I went back to work, I fell off the wagon because I was so busy. I just couldn't, didn't have the time. Hmm. And it's been five days. I haven't done a podcast. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, maybe I'll do one when I get home. But when I look back on this time, this is going to be just a, a gap mm. where almost like nothing happened. Yeah. It's going to be untraceable. I have no idea what happened in that week. It's going to be disappeared. So it's almost like that's what that's how I feel when I work full time for somebody else. Yeah. It's like all that time, Wasted. what happened? I have no idea. There's no There's documentation. No ROI on it. Right, you're trading your time for money. Yeah, that's not much of an ROI. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> Time is so precious. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that has been my week. So, I guess I said it, it was shitty, but I really should say it was really great because I learned something. So, what did you learn? I learned that I need to really be prepared. So it's like preparing what, what for the shifts storm. shifts do you work at your job? The evening shift. So, I go in... 11? 2 to 10.30. And so, you leave that at, like, works. 1? <laughs> yeah, I leave at 1 a.m. Uh, 1 p.m. You get home at, like, 12.30... 11.30 and then yeah. I eat as much as I can and then go to bed yeah but but I like so that so you have like 12 hours of your days basically just and then probably like another 8 gone for when you're sleeping and stuff yeah so you only have like 4 hours to do all of your farm work right but the thing is I love the evening shift because my morning that's when I'm most productive I'm a morning person. Like, I wake yeah. up, I'm ready to go, and I feel like I love mornings. Yeah. I get shit done, and I'm, like, ready to crank out, and then I get tired. Yep. But you that's why evening shift is perfect for me, because my good hours are mine. Yeah. You know? So it works out in for me. Like, some people would say, oh, evening shift is horrible, you don't get to see your friends. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I just work. Yeah. So that it, wor- I, it works out. I decided to sacrifice fun for friends a long time ago. I mean, uh, work and for friends. And it's so great when you find friends that also work. Yeah. So you can work together. Yeah. You can hang out with your friends, but getting work done. I haven't seen you in like two weeks, and it's just cool. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, man. We're both hustling. How's your uh, your weeks been? I know you've been you've been cranking, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in flush for one of my spots that I'm helping with right now. So just... For people that don't grow or don't understand cannabis growing, I the way I do it at least, everybody's different with how they flush because everybody does everything different. That's the best part about it. Um, I grow in seven gallon buckets. The way I see it is that uh, there's probably about six gallons of soil in there. It's, it's definitely not seven. I don't fill up to the brim because I don't want you to water. My water. Yeah. yeah. So I figure there's probably about six. And I know this because when I'm flushing, I could pour a whole gallon in the top, and it'll stay right at that viscous line, that right at the brim, and it won't boil over. So okay. I know I can handle just about a gallon. So now I know I'm right, you know. So I put, when I flush, I flush 12 gallons through that 6-gallon pot. That's a flush. I run, uh, basically how I do it is I run six gallons of water and obviously you have to vacuum that out with a dry vac a wet dry vac and then fucking empty it wherever you're emptying it luckily i have a sub pump right outside the area um so i basically you know empty six in move on to the next one empty six in move on to the next one empty the six in i've learned to only do three plants a day because it just gets overwhelming that's 36 how long does it take to do three uh about an hour and a half it's just an hour and a half of non-stop moving, and because yeah. my rooms have trellis nets and flower, you're literally, like, low-crawling the whole time. That's like a workout. Yeah. I literally, like, no bullshit was, like, stretched like this. This is how I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah, That's like, how low I have to be. Wow, like a... And I was, like, reaching guy? over to a plant, like, holding an eight-pound gallon, because a gallon weighs eight pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> just like the worst, awkward, terrible position you could ever fucking be in. And it's, but it's part of the, the game, you know, like I've, uh, over the past two weeks, I've flushed 160 gallons through plants and I have 108 wow. gallons left to go. I have four more flush days left and I'm done. Quality. 
Yeah. A lot of people would just skip that step. A lot of people might do it once, right towards the end, call it a day. Yeah. The water is, it's crazy the difference in water. This is why I believe in flushing. I, do, I don't really flush, and I think this is something I might start doing in between my cycles. People say that, like, when you go from veg to flower, you should flush so all the veg nutrients get washed out. I just let it go. It's fucking, the plant's going to eat it away. I use beneficial bacterias and a lot of uh, humates and stuff like that and earthworm castings, stuff that eats away at all that nutrients. It's going to... It's going to just get eaten away. I'm not too worried about the salts building up. Yeah. So when I flush it, the first time I look at the, the bucket of vacuuming it out, right. it's like almost black. Wow. Now when I'm on my second cycle, it's, yellow. it's like apple juice. Okay. Then when I hit it for the third cycle, it'll be like pee when you're really hydrated. Straw. Yeah. Like, super light. Yeah. That alone lets me know I'm doing something. I'm flushing everything out of that soil. Yeah. Everything. Not only that, all the roots are going, oh no! And just, when it's starting to dry up, and it's, because it sits in wetness for like a day, and it's drying, 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 drying. Two days, it's still sitting, drying, drying. Third, fourth day, it's, it's like bone drying. It's like reaching for the fucking water, so all the nugs are like... Right. Oh, tough. Yeah. Have you thought about doing one plant where you don't flush and see what happens? Or do you already kind of know what happens? I already know it's not going to taste as good. I started flushing. My first grow partner told me that flushing meant putting water through until it ran off a lot. And doing that like... Once. No, like your regular watering, you know? Like overwatering a little bit every single time so three times a week or so it's not enough no no 12 gallons per plant that's 12 a, that's gallons that's twice as many uh, soil that's in there that's how much you, if, so if you're using 10 and where gallons where do you get your water from I literally fill up at fucking 25 cent gallon refill stations yeah like it, potable water it's good water oh yeah yeah oh yeah but that how much work goes into like each I'm one I'm getting buff man I'm getting I'm getting a workout a lot like, of hauling now at this point I'm having fun with it like I've literally flushed like four out of the last five days so when I'm when I empty buckets I have three five gallon buckets so I fill it fill it and then I like leave the hose sitting inside the plant yeah like the the basin and then I empty out the two buckets I've got to the point where I'm like alright one <laughs> get to work out right. I'm like fuck it I don't have time to work out them shits I, I've had they're about three and a half gallons so, you know, it's somewhere between 25 and 30 pounds that I'm just curling just fucking for fun. Right, well, you And I'll it. sit there and, like, put them behind my back while I'm carrying. I'm, like, super uncomfortable. I'm like, ah! Oh, yeah? Just get some triceps yeah. in there. And then, like I said, ninja yoga cannabis around, like, fucking stretched out with an eight-gallon, like, Ugh, I call this one the holy grail. <laughs> <laughs> like a yoga pose. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was my week mostly, you know, I've done it's a lot busy. of side work and yeah. It's tough scheduling in between. Like I literally we had a baby appointment for an ultrasound. I got home, ate lunch quick, went there, flushed, went to a side job. Like just boom 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 boom. Like it's always going. Yeah. Cuz you got to. And then I went to the vape store and got these little like uh mouthpiece condom things that yeah. I could, so people could sample my cartridges cuz I'm going to Hemp Fest on Sunday. What are you doing Sunday? Solid. This sun. I was thinking about going on a hike. You should go to Hempfest. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You should. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds it'll be fun. fun. Hempfest is always a good time. <coughs> Usually, I end up so stoned that I need a driver, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't ever happen for me. But this time, I have a lot of networking to do there, so right. I want to be somewhat in my right mind. Somewhat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care that much. Everybody's gonna be stoned. Just like be a, like a comfortable. I feel like the cops are stoned because they're just so close to everything. That's right. how Hempfest is. Like, I really feel like if, if you took an aerial view of Hempfest at 420, that you'd probably have a new cloud forming. <laughs> like you view it from space and it's mm -hmm. just gray. 
Yeah. It's like, wow, was there a volcano? No. And then there's an after party, too. I'm not an after party kind of guy, but it's such a great networking opportunity for me. Totally. I have to. I wouldn't even really consider it a party. Yeah. More of like a biz dev. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of meet. Yep. You never know who you're going to meet there, dude. I do know. That's the point. That's a lot of the point is like, I know that all the figureheads and all the big people are going to be there. Oh my God. Why are you questioning? (laughs) It's just so against my like everything dude I'm never up that late but I'll just have to dude, you sleep in that oh, day yeah, and man. dude not even a question yeah you got it I have to after party and then September 22nd I'm pretty sure that what is the name of that again that festival I sent to you you don't remember offhand no I remember the picture I don't remember what the, the name of it was. The Harvest Moon Festival in Rochester. I'm pretty sure if everything works out right. I'm supposed to go to a birthday party, but work, again, takes precedence over that. Um, I'm really thinking about doing it. They want me to do media for them, so they want me to do interviews and pictures and all that shit. So that should be fun. It's perfect. Yeah. It's good for us. It's good for... The business, it's good for everything. Practice, dude. Oh, yeah. Practice interviewing people. And then, you know, for our listeners that don't know, it's, you know, September 11th. It's what, Tuesday? I'm probably, I'm going to put this out immediately. So it'll be ready for our morning listeners tomorrow. Oh, wait, no. Wednesday's not a good day. I decided. Joe Budden podcast comes out that day, and it's a really big podcast. They do like. Who? Joe Budden. Oh. It's a hip hop podcast. They do like three quarters of a million plays in three days type of, type of podcast. Wednesday. Huge podcast. So, so Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Although, I don't really know if it matters right now. Because eventually we're probably going to end up releasing like twice a week and hopefully eventually have enough content to just release every day. Hopefully. That's the goal. That would be nice. Yeah. I remember when you first... When I first brought up a podcast, finish you want so we could pour another glass and kill off the bottle. Dude, pour it. Yeah, we've got a little bit left. Save me, save me some. But you remember when we first, when we first were talking about this podcast, you were like, "Oh yeah, I could set an hour a week aside." Yeah, things have gotten a little less busy with the farm now that it's the end of summer. Yeah. Yeah, so time has opened up. How many up. farmers markets have you dropped out of now? Like that are just not um, being lucrative. It's not uh, a lot. All of them aren't really lucrative. Even the one on Saturday. So the season's like kind of gone. Like right now. even even when I was doing them, they're not. They weren't big markets at all. Yeah. Like there there are some markets where you go to and people bring home like six hundred bucks. Oh yeah. Thousand three thousand dollars of oh, yeah. sales, but like the. The markets that I'm at are, are really small. Like, I think Saturday's the the biggest one, and I'll get, I think maybe maybe a hundred to hundred fifty people show up to the market, like as buyers. That's not a lot. How many do you think will buy from you out of that hundred to hundred fifty percentage wise, or even people wise? I'll figure out the percentage. <laughs> maybe thirty three percent. Thirty three to fifty percent. That's pretty good. Maybe. Which yeah, market is that? The New Bedford one? New Bedford. So, in, in So, have sense, you thought about doing, like, a Quincy market next year? So, this is what I've learned after farming one year, is that farmer's markets, small farmer's markets, are not worth it. Hmm. At all. Not worth it. But if you can find a good one, then it is worth it. What would you Even define better. as a good one? Uh, one where there are like rows of people, rows of um, vendors. Vendors. So you want to like look for thousands a place with a lot of, of vendors. Traffic makes it good when you, you when you like. There's a line of people trying to buy your produce. Yeah, I would imagine at this point. So this is my experience with farmers markets. I did a couple. I did Quincy like four times. I did one other one. I can't remember where it was, I think. I know I did Quincy a bunch, though. Quincy probably had 15 vendors. Okay. 
tons of traffic. They also had music there all day. They With only arts. 15 vendors, there was tons of traffic. Oh, yeah. Arts and crafts that's, there. Was there a lot of... Pro, did people go there to buy produce? Because that's the, big, The too. main stand was a huge produce stand. It had everything. Okay. Almost everything. Quincy. And that, that is up north, too, so there's a lot of people. That makes yes. sense. It's right in... Uh, I would consider... Adams. I would definitely consider doing that for sure. I texted her, but I don't think I had that good. Like I, I'd met her, like I said, four or five times, and I talked to her every time. But that's not enough to establish like a relationship to yeah. reach out by text. And she didn't answer my phone calls or voicemails. So, you know, I think if no, 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 I know you're going to keep keep pursuing the farmers market. So yeah, I just want to find a good you need one. to get into them like now. You need to start looking into next year's, like, now. No, usually in a couple months. Like, looking into them, sure, but, like, reaching out that people aren't going to... People don't start, like, taking applications until February. I would probably... No, but here's why I think reaching out would be good now. Yeah, you like reach out and just networking. say... Yeah, exactly. Like hey, how's it going? Right. Exactly. Totally. Send them a fucking sample. You have, you're at the end of your I season, got, you I have a pic- bunch of I got products. Pictures, pictures for day, I can send them a sample, sure. Like, But the thing is, for next year, I'm going to try marketing and selling in a different way. I'm going to try selling a 2018 way. Oh, I'm going to work hard on online apps and trying to get on a bigger scale. Because like, why, why are you going to market on TV and TV commercials when you're Have you, you looked into how Facebook? much an app costs to build? No, I did. Well, four hundred bucks. It's steeper. It's like five thousand for a very, 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 very basic app. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's like ten thousand, and that's only for like one platform. You yeah, have to pay so per platform for a lot of them. You know, I'm I'm thinking it's probably thirty, forty thousand dollars to build a good app for all platforms. Wow. So that's not that's out of the question. It's not, so yeah, piggybacking off someone else's app is definitely going to be the way to go. It's kind of like building a, a company on Facebook rather than building Facebook. So that's definitely not a bad choice. But in that and restaurants and bulk sales, I want to maybe sell to people that are selling at farmer's markets because that just opens up more time for me. Well, I need to. this is why I need to hook you up with Green Collar Farms with Jeff and Claire because they literally sell their microgreens straight to a chef. And they don't have enough room to do all the microgreens that the chef needs. Wow. So they want to partner up. Okay. And that's why you and I really need to, now, honestly, like, within the next couple of I weeks. Because I have access to a greenhouse. Yeah. And that's all I'd need. Is I could do microgreens all day. Where? It, um, you know where Paul Dever used to be? It's uh-huh. in that, like, uh, development. Is it like a friend? No, 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 it's the, uh, he's the head of, I don't, what is the... So the thing about microgreens, because we're talking about going into the fall and winter months, I don't know if a greenhouse... This is a heated is... greenhouse. Oh. Hmm. It's perfect. Automated water systems. Again, it's heated. So you can do year-round microgreens. Wow. When no one else is doing it. But you know what thing huge. is, the, you know, the thing is with microgreens is they don't require a lot of light, so you can do them year round anyway. Yeah, the the little lights inside. that they use, you can use a thousand of them, and you're gonna increase your bill by a hundred bucks a month. Right. Like, <laughs> maybe micro, not a thousand. Microgreens is definitely a good option. It's not an option, I don't think. I feel like it's like it needs to happen. It's so easy, dude. It's so easy. Yep. Once you get the hang of it. It's in there's a uh, it's linear. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I'm doing this, 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 and this, and then that's the day. It's like yeah, microgreens are definitely something that I've I've researched. We've talked about it a bunch too. Yeah. Definitely. It's something that chefs are a good market and that's perfect because they have a direct you can sale. Just, you can just sell it done. One They're and making more from that than these the farmer's markets, you know, like... It's useless. The farmer's markets... Man. You know what I... So, here's the thing about that 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 farmer's market. I saw the Sunday one. I saw a sign that said, 
farmer's market and I went to the location of where this, the sign said to go. Yeah. Which was a prime location, but that's not actually where it was. It was at the town hall. Yeah. Where it led me was right off of 44, just to let you know how far away it was from town hall. Oh, wow. And I think that could be what's driving away traffic. I don't know why it's not doing well. It's in a good spot. I mean, there's places to park. I don't understand. Maybe they're not... They're not marketing. Maybe... Social media. Middleborough... The community of Middleborough doesn't like it. I don't know about that. There's a lot of farming and agriculture in Middleborough. I don't, I don't know. I'm just speculating. I'm not sure what the what the issue is. But it's definitely. I uh, think farmers markets need to do farmers markets in a 2018 way. Totally right. How? Do, you know what? You should research. How do you fucking start your own farmers market? I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Why? I don't, I don't want to. Because that's extra work. I want to focus on. The things that I like. I don't like building farmers markets, at least not now. True. I gotta work on farming. You're right. It's like, you know. Perfect the so, farming and. Yeah, like I wanna work on growing good stuff and efficiently. Yeah. But online is the way to go. It's just a matter of marketing. Yeah. I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. Yeah. And I just need to dump every penny that I make into Facebook marketing and Instagram. And getting people to uh, brand recognition, yep. getting it to supermarkets, which I've already got an avenue to do that too. How'd that go? Have they gone back to you? Uh, I haven't even submitted it because I don't have the produce for them yet. Wow. So I'm I'm pretty much just have I just have enough to supply the markets that I'm at now. Would it be l- worth it to instead of going to those markets? reallocate that inventory to give to that grocery store? Would it be worth more money-wise? I don't know yet. Maybe. If I can agree on a price with them that is a wholesale and a fair wholesale price, yeah. But at, at so this point, I'm making like more money with direct sales because I can charge retail. So I make more yeah. money. But eight hours of man time harvesting yeah it's like ten eight, hours. eight hours versus ten minutes yeah and if it's eight hours versus ten minutes then you have time to finish those last three rows and start growing more and then you have more for the farmers markets exactly yeah but been work been doing a lot on Instagram I've been oh. working a lot of brand, I don't, personal brand. I don't even want to talk about you on Instagram on right now because you're making me look bad. Man. What do you mean? <laughs> no way, dude. I've no been posting way. today. Actually, now that I think I, about it. Yeah, 10 o'clock is the prime time. What time oh, is, is it? Now? Yeah. It's 10.25. Let's post okay. right now. 10 and While 3 we're on this I'm not, post, I'm oh, actually, your phone's getting recording. Yeah, okay. and I'm not ready. It, takes, it usually takes me like 45 minutes to an hour to set up a post. Really? Yeah, it takes me a long time. Getting the right hashtags, getting the right caption wow. sometimes I'll prepare it in the morning so that I just can like hit send I have one almost ready but like in the middle of podcast I can't do it 11 o'clock is fine I'm not I'm not too concerned at 10 and 3 are the best times today so I could even just wait for 3 a.m. set yeah, alarm. you skip today that's true I gotta get, get that's the way I always out. fucking look at it that's I'm, real true you know what sucks about that posting at oh I guess posting at 3 a.m. is still a different day in California I guess it doesn't matter. It matters to me. Yeah, I, get, I, I skipped. I skipped a day the other day and then posted two day two times the next day. That's like all I've skipped though. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I just wasn't honestly. It was feeling like anything I did was going to be forced, and I didn't want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt exactly like it was better to not post than to force something. I already have my post. You saw my post. Yeah. Like, I already have it fucking ready, and I think that's going to be my new, like, ending slogan for my podcast. What was Never the let getting knocked down knock you out. Yeah. Alright, you got to keep getting up. You got to keep getting up. It doesn't matter if your fucking face is broken and you can't see, you got to get up. Keep taking punches until eventually 
your tires out and you can fucking uppercut them once and win the fight. <laughs> That's right. That's what it takes, man. That giant right hook. Just keep jabbing at them. Even if your face is broken half. Keep jabbing. Jab. 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 Just keep jab. Jab. My arm gets tired. This is what I do all day, man. Jab. <laughs> Get that shoulder action in there. Uh, like a nat, like Muhammad, dude. You see that video of him like dodging twenty punches in ten seconds or something. I I heard a story about him. And I think this is from Gary Vee. Dude, everything, everything I do is from Gary Vee. I was just this is we, we like soak up his content because it's so valuable, <laughs> so much value. It, it really is a ton of value. Shout out to Gary Vee. If you're a, if you're listening to A for Entrepreneurs. Finish listening to this and then go check out Gary V podcast and just please keep listening to us <laughs> after that. Right. <laughs> Don't let us put you on a Gary V and then you forget about us, man. Like we need you. We need you. We're building. See, like you know the thing is like with Joe Rogan's podcast is like he like introduces everyone to so many cool people. That's how I found out. No, actually, I found out about Gary Vaynerchuk a little bit before he was on his first podcast. I haven't watched that one yet. I listened to that one. It's a good one. I mean, Gary interrupts him all the time, and like in the middle of listening to it, you're kind of like, ah, Gary, let him talk, dude. It's a little aggravating. He mentions that in his podcast. It, yeah, it's, it's totally, it's it's aggravating almost. Like, dude, huh. just let him speak. Stop cutting him off. Like, he was, what was he going to say? Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that Gary was just dumping valuable content. Yeah. But, I mean, what was I going with that? Like, so, Joe Rogan introduces everyone to all these cool people, and then these people, like, check out, like, Jordan Peterson or, or what have you, and they always go back because you never forget who introduced you to yeah. cool content. You know, I think that's part of the reason why Joe's super successful, other than the fact that he's it's like a his career really is like conversational. Putting on other people, like he even had Alex Jones on there. He's, yeah, he had uh, Elon, Elon Musk, Musk a smoking a blunt. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, hey, video. That was a uh, everyone listening. That was a rogue foot that knocked over the camera. Is it even on? No. <laughs> At least we have the GoPro. Thank God for the GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> See, we learned mistakes. See, this is the tough part, right, about AA for Entrepreneurs, guys, and I want you guys to listen to this real close. Well, please. We have minimal equipment. Andy's GoPro is up there. We were just recording on Andy's phone, which I'm going to guess that his phone probably died because it's on a shitty cheap charger. No, it looks like it didn't even... There wasn't even a video up. Did you... I hit the little red button. Did you? Or do you need to hit the red button and then hit the middle button? No, I don't think... I think once you just... There's nothing there in the pictures? I'm, I'm looking at the... If record. I failed that hard with a phone, <laughs> I'm going to fucking Dude. jump off this roof. Okay, right so now. there's definitely something here. How much do we have, though, is the real question. Well, I'll look at it later. <laughs> there's, there's, there's stuff there, so there's something there. Ah, uh, well, whatever. So it, um, wasn't, it wasn't you, it was my phone. Now that we have one angle... <laughs> you. Oh, yeah, we can move that to right there. Can you see that image? It might be blocked off by that bottom run. <laughs> I'm totally going to keep it one image the whole time and just watch the flip. <laughs> Oh, so let me go back to what I was saying. We have very minimal equipment. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're all literally recording this podcast from my phone with a little to-go mic and another to-go mic on Andy's computer just in case yeah. this podcast fails recording. Right, like we've got so many backups. But the thing is, look, okay, it's working. Hey, at least, you know? listen, our podcast used to fuck up three times before we got to the, the, our, the podcast. That's true. So at least it's just a video, and Pan has to come in and make it. <laughs> yeah, he's guest star. Shout out to Pan, that that black thing that just went through. The, that's my black cat. It's not bad luck. Um, what was I saying? Oh, we've had a lot of fuck-ups, and now it's just video, and we still have video going, so we haven't fucked up completely. It's not like the interview with Grow Smart where the, the camera was like, nah, fam, you don't get yeah. a video this time. Yeah, no, <laughs> It's just not, not in your cards. Let's not do it. And, uh, yeah, now we haven't fucked up a podcast in, like, 
four podcasts now. Wow, dude. It's like we're getting better. It's like we're learning stuff. <laughs> it's oh, like I we know to look learning. down and see for that red bar. And it's then, that, dude, it's that, I'm telling you, it's that quadruple check. Yeah, and then I look down do. like every ten minutes and make sure it's recording. People probably w- will watch the video and be like, he checks his phone a lot, like. Yeah, and then we're just making sure that. I literally don't even look at my phone. Like, if somebody called me right now, I don't even want to say that. Some troll's going to call me sometime. <laughs> yeah, and then. Boom. I'm going to have to put it on. End on. recording. Remember, we did that too. We put it on airplane and mode. It worked. It works, but then you have to take it off airplane mode to be able to upload it to, to uh, easy. Anchor, which is, I guess, kind of easy. And uh, don't mind the girl giggling in the background. Yeah, giggles. Giggle, giggle. Don't worry about what it is. We're not going to explain it. You can just guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... So what's, so yeah. uh, what's coming up entrepreneurial? Oh, we've already... Shit, we've, man. I forget what we're talking about. We were talking about talking failures. About. Uh... So I just want to say... Re- reoccurring topic. For context, for this podcast, this bottle's gone. Yeah, we crushed the bottle. Andy and I killed this Josh... Josh Sellers. Oh, yeah, Josh dead. His actual his real name's Joseph. Joseph, by the Joseph. way. Joseph. It was named after his father, I believe. That's what the story says on the back. I've never heard of Joseph named jo- Josh. But no. it's this new... Th- I mean, I, I got room in my mind for it. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it was a good wine. It's, you know, just about gone. Yeah, it's really dry. It's really dry. Honestly, it wasn't sweet. too dry. It wasn't as dry as I thought. My mouth isn't left with that cotton mouth feeling that yeah, most dry yeah, wines yeah, that yeah. give me. This is actually the, like, out of the, the the sweet dry spectrum. It's dry, but it's not the driest. Mm. That I've I've only tried like three, and four I, wines. I also I don't feel know like you know, about, four glasses in, my palate really got used to the taste. Yeah, like switching it around and actually wine taste, tasting like you're supposed to. I wanted to just put that out there on the podcast. I've never wine tasted in my life. Right, until today. Until right now. And, and he's got, like, the slurp. He almost coughed. I did cough. I almost choked. We can, uh, we'll put that video up somewhere. I hope there's no... Oh, fuck, there is video of that. <laughs> Dude, it's whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah, there's actually video of us wine tasting. It's real. We'll put that up probably on... We'll put it up on IGTV. Perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. IGTV, you're getting our first release of wine tasting. We have no clue what I'm doing, what nope. we're doing. Nope, never done it. Ne- never done it. I mean, You've done times. it three times now. Yeah. It was my first time. I had listened to Gary Vee's podcast. Do you know what the experience of lis- not even watching, listening to somebody taste wines over your car speakers on loud? <laughs> it's like, hold on. It's moving. And I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry, listeners. But that's no, li- that's important. It's important. It's to know. literally what it was like listening to him wine taste. <laughs> but I learned something. I retained yeah. it because I literally remember when when you first handed me the wine. I, I let it sit still and I went. Sniffed it like I've never sniffed anything in my life. Like right. my nose the, never worked. All the alcohol and it makes you cough sometimes. It's all it. And then I like went. <laughs> and it went down the wrong tube. And I'm like, you're not supposed to breathe in wine. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, that's the worst. pivotal lesson learned. But what, what I like about tasting wine is just like you can get good at uh, shooting a bow and arrow or throwing a hacky sack. You can get good at tasting something, and that's not. It's not a, a skill that I've really tried to work on in my life, but it's cool the fact that you can, and you can get better at tasting things. Now, that's what I really like about wine, and being like, oh, I can taste the difference there. That's kind of how it's I like feel getting, about cannabis. getting better at it. Most people are like, I'm like, dude, do you smell this blueberry hint in here? And like, it smells like weed. <laughs> <laughs> You don't fucking smell that blueberry undertone, dude. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But you can, you can after you get good at it, right? After you grow seven different strains in one room, and you're, like, touching one dog, and you're, like, you happen to put your hand in your face, and you're like, hmm, that's chem dog. It's oh, different. Cool. 
I know it's Chemdark. <laughs> so, like, if you had a blind... That would be a cool YouTube video. If you had, like, a blind taste testing, like, a, a bunch of different mason jars with a bunch of different strains, do you think you could tell Chemdog over... If I grew it. Northern Lights? If or I if grew you it. didn't? No. Well, yes. So, like, that... This nug you grew... I mean, that you, uh... That you, um... Freeze-dried? There's no purple in it? So, I know that it's not the mobster. There's actually, feel it, there's actually moisture reintroduced into it. Because of how fucking humid it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can feel it. And because that's got, that's open. That's funny. It happens quickly, and yeah. that's why seeds are no good after a while. That's why they, they go down. Because they go up they, and down, up and down. The and humidity down. gets inside the seeds, and then mold gets in, and then it crops up. Damn. Something I never really thought about until we talked about it. <laughs> it was like, I thought, just, you know, seeds were good. <laughs> just put them in a little envelope and just... Yeah, no, they go bad. Yeah. I never thought about good. mold inside of seeds. Yep. I would just figure that they would just absorb the humidity and start to sprout. And there's like, the thing is like with microscopic droplets of water in the air that is humidity those droplets have spores in them hmm. so when they when the seeds absorb the humidity they're also absorbing the spores so are we breathing in mold spores every day all the time that's good but our immune system is, <laughs> is good and most most spores that we breathe in don't attack the the lungs they attack allegedly grass <laughs> sometimes sometimes you like uh like there's some yeasts, yeah. That huh. that can really cause havoc. Well, I'm gonna lock myself in a okay. carbon filtered room from now on. I'd be so clean. That's how I feel about my grow rooms. Like the air is probably so clean. There's at least three Fresh carbon air. filters in all my grow rooms. Like mm, carbon filters, <laughs> <laughs> the size of my body. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Besides flushing. I literally uh, have been just working on booking media events, you know. We have the Sensi Night coming up October 9th. We're going to be there doing interviews for all the vendors. We're going to be interviewing everybody that goes there. If you'd like to be interviewed, we'll probably have a table set up to come talk to us. And, be cool. Uh, we'll be there taking pictures and video and smoking a bunch of weed with you at least I will be uh, and then uh, September 22nd I believe I'm doing the Harvest Moon Festival Andy I don't think you are because you have a farmer's market yep. uh, what time is that farmer's market over? 2? yeah should come after 2 it'll probably still be going on I would in that case I would Okay. Um, Hemp Fest is this weekend did we already talk about that? I can't remember if it was on the other podcast. Yeah, I can't remember. Or not. Hempfest in Boston is coming up this one weekend. One big blur. I'm going to that. You should definitely come. And uh, watch all of us make fools of ourselves. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's good practice, dude. Yeah. I definitely want to talk to every vendor there that I recognize, at least. <laughs> I want to recognize... Oh, no, no, no. All of them. Period. Let's just make that a goal. True. What if we just asked... Okay, man. What if we went around and asked one question to every vendor? Like the same one. The yeah. same exact question. What do you think? Uh, what do you think of questions? Like, uh, it's gonna how be... do you feel the legalization of cannabis in Massachusetts is going to affect you? Okay. I just thought about that on the spot. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Yeah, I like it. I'm sure we could think of a multitude of other ones and then pick out of pick the best one out of it. I really like. What do you? Entrepreneurial, because all these people are entrepreneurs. So maybe we ask one, two questions. <laughs> yeah, we'll we ask, ask a, we'll one ask question. A few. I mean, yeah. we can get a couple of good answers. In That's true. Five you could minutes. ask like five questions and then pick the best clips from each vendor, put totally. them in a video, and that's a fire video. Yeah, you're right. How close does that lens zoom in that you have? Really close. So in order to get a, a decent picture, you'd have to stand like. 10 feet away. Sounds about right. 
I mean, I could just buy, I need to buy a wide-angle lens if money wasn't an issue. How nice Probably. would that be? I uh, think about that all the time. Also, I don't stress about money, and then it just comes to me. All my bills are paid, at least. <laughs> That's all that really matters to me. Amen. I think that uh, people, a lot of the times, put the wrong energy towards something, and basically... I think if you have a shitty attitude towards something, you're going to get shitty results. So if you have a shitty attitude towards money and you feel like it's always stressing you out and you feel like it's a bad thing and, oh, where's my next dollar coming from? Bad things are going to happen. Yeah. I literally... scary. It's a scary thought. It is scary. I literally have stopped stressing about money and I don't know if I've ever made money so quickly whenever I need it damn I'm falling behind on bills whatever I'll just keep working you got a guardian angel no I just think that my mind set is there I have bad attitude towards some stuff sometimes like I don't want to work in my room all the time I didn't want to fucking flush today I wanted to it's like the fifth out of six days of lifting gallon after gallon after gallon after gallon yeah and uh just something you, you have just to do. You just want to kick your feet up and work Instagram. Yeah. I haven't, I've honestly been speaking of Instagram, you know, I just put out the real life conversation between you and I. You literally built almost a thousand followers in a month. It's pretty incredible. Just want to shout that out. I've, Thanks, sir. I've built. You've done the same. Yeah. You've done exactly between the same. Between the two of us, we've done like, counting AA for entrepreneurs, it's done like 1,700 followers in the past month. Wow, it's it's hit like a uh, a That's spot a, though. Yeah, both of us. That's weird that, that it happened. Strange. The same exact I time. I wonder. I wonder if it has. I lost probably about a hundred followers net this week. I'm down to about thirteen ten followers. I was at. I hit fourteen hundred, and the same day I watched it drop to thirteen seventy. That's just. And then watched it drop, a drop, a drop, and it was actually at twelve eighty when I started today. And I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like. How many follow on follower people do I have on here? Right. And it just kind of pissed me off. I also kind of, you know, took a shortcut, got that bot that was commenting and liking and following for me. Yeah. And it probably just, you know, there's probably a bunch of bot accounts that... Maybe. ...were following me and stuff, so maybe that's it. It seems to have leveled off, and that's why I kind of was able to... You turned it off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I turned it off... About a week ago, about eight days ago, actually today's Tuesday, nine days ago. So, and I, but I honestly have been slacking. I don't think I've done a full dollar eighty a day since then. I'd probably haven't even done like fifty cents. Right. <laughs> just, hey, you know, honestly, I just it's, it just shows that you pick it up. Yeah, this is AA. Because it works. This is AA, you know, <laughs> AA yeah. for entrepreneurs. Because it, you know? it, it it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a direct correlation. I stopped doing dollar eighty. I stopped having my bot running, which was doing my dollar eighty for me when I couldn't. And now which I was paying for by the way. Yeah. And now I'm not doing my dollar eighty, my boss not doing my dollar eighty, my following's going down, my interactions are going down. It's just it correlates. direct correlation. It's just a game you gotta play. I really have to set aside and I failed at doing that today like an hour a day to just sit on Instagram and go through hashtags and comment and it's a lot. Something weird that happened today that I noticed with Instagram hashtags is that the top posts in each of the hashtags are low views. Yeah, low likes, low views. I've, like I've noticed it, this is totally news. Like something ch- definitely changed because or typically... Or a fuck up, one or the other. Maybe. Typically I'm used to seeing in the hashtags that I navigate in are... 1,300 likes, yep. 600 likes, 300 likes, and now they're at two, one, one <laughs> three views, six. Yeah, it's really, really slow, uh, which could be good for us when we post things because maybe our shit will stay on top of that. That's a good point. We need to we need to restructure our hashtags again, not just to stay in those areas where we're in 50k to 100k posts, but the big ones, yeah. like thirty-five million. Because yeah, now we know that, that, that switch. 
know that we have a chance to actually be on the top for a while. So maybe uh, a 50-50 integration between really large, um, well-planned out po uh, hashtags along with the experimental hashtags. Yeah. I like it. I've, uh, just for context, again, listeners, we have been going hard at Instagram since August 6th. And this is probably the fourth time we've changed our hashtags completely. Yep. It's always changing. That's why posts take such a long time sometimes. Because you got to get it all right. Maybe that's why my posts haven't been getting more engagement because I'm not... I'm just kind of copy-pasting my list, you know? Mm. I mean, I do that too, but... You add a few? Change a few? I change it up. Yeah, I definitely do uh, remixes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's so, it's so cool, though. Like, Instagram gives you the opportunity to engage with people that you never thought you'd ever engage with in a million years. Yeah, that Aaron Explores guy is pretty cool. I like watching his videos. Oh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's probably, like, the one good person I found out of that DM group. Yeah. Everybody else is... Bots, like, it's just... It's DM groups guys. are tough, man, because you get the people in there that have a shit ton of followers, so people are obviously going to comment on the thing hoping for a comment and a like back and then they don't do it yeah and it's like what the fuck man this is an interaction group like you're supposed to we're all supposed to be helping each other and they don't they they, ho don't. they call the hogs yeah I don't like that part I think you can you know what you can do though DM them they're like hey why don't you have you done it oh yeah totally several times four or five times and every single time they're like oh sorry man I'm super busy like they're, they're regular people they're just wicked <coughs> busy and sounds they, like an excuse maybe maybe it is but they always go in and like my shit I've, all, I've only done this like four times but every single time that I've done it are you talking about the C underscore person I've got a lot of DM groups <laughs> I think uh, C Hardy yeah that one He's he like makes you ha like put like a fire at the end of your comment and you'll re. I I hate that. The best way to to navigate those is if you're gonna use them. I don't I don't even really use them anymore. I just stick with the dollar eighty. But and every once in a while you'll be like, uh, I want some. Oh, I want a little bit more engagement. So you'll post it or you'll go in and because the algorithm changes all the time. And I think, yeah, we've definitely already talked about the new algorithm update. Yeah. In the last one. Yeah, dude, I'm just so excited for the fall. Like, the new season, it's change. Yeah. Change is happening. Yeah. You know? I agree. And I can't wait to see where we are in a month from now. Not it's just gonna Instagram, be incredible. but everything all, all together. I just found out that, uh, I, can't, I can't remember if this was on a podcast or not, <laughs> that Houston's music video is going to get spread to like 70 million homes, and that's happening, I think, uh, at the end of this month, so that's really cool, I'm, I'm curious to see how that pans out. Yeah, now that I think about it, I don't know if we said it on the last podcast. I don't remember. Or if we just said it. To each other. I remember you telling me. Or if I thought it. <laughs> you yeah, definitely told me. Yeah. And uh, they've gone to a fuck ton of, you know, different, uh, like, that's like two stations now that that's going to. I Millions. Think, I think there's yeah, Millions. Yeah, 70 million. A lot of people are going to hear, see your pretty face. A lot of them. Like, the thing is, I just hope that maybe one person out of all, all of that sees sees that and like oh what if he's I want him in my commercial or something yeah. because they're so fun to do <laughs> what if I want him in my commercial I like that I actually I don't know if I told you this yet but um, you know every once in a while you'll get somebody that'll DM you and trying to like sell you cryptocurrency or something like that every day well oh yeah I did tell you about this I, I ended up talking to this guy and ended up saying um no, I I don't have I literally don't have the money to buy into this, but if you'll buy in for me, if you guarantee it, 
you get you buy the fifty dollars for me, and then we'll profit <laughs> on it. I'll pay you back." And then he's like, "No, I'm, I'm not gonna do that." I'm like, okay. And then he well. said, "But uh, I'll I'll give you money if you make me a video." Did I tell you this? No. So so I said, uh, uh, "What kind of video?" <laughs> <laughs> and he said, uh, "Like a." He sent me a video of some woman kind of like saying, "Oh, I tried this cryptocurrency, and then 48 hours, my my investment like tripled or something." So he wanted me to. Right. do a testimony so I was like fine sure whatever so I did it and I and I'm like okay but I want a hundred bucks and he offered me fifty dollars so I'm like no I want a hundred bucks so I I was sturdy with him I'm like no I want a hundred and then he's like no this is charging fi- I'm charging fifty and so I'm like alright how do I show him like this is this is like good quality like it I did the best I could to make it seem like well, this really worked for me. Yeah. And I like wa- I was watching. I'm like, okay, that seems. I convinced myself. Like, okay, I did this. This seems like I really actually did this. And uh, so I'm like, okay, what if I just send him a clip? Because the video that he had showed me before, I mean, that woman was a sweetheart, but you could tell she was like scripting, like she was reading from a script, kind of like bad acting. So I sent him a little clip, and. Uh, like he was he was staying firm, but he had quite a few followers. So I'm like, okay, you know what, fifty bucks, and then he'll just put a shout out, put my handle underneath his video, that'll draw his traffic to me. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't believe in that. Hmm. What he's doing, I don't believe in it. I don't trust it. Like that's that's a lie. Yeah. So I backed out. So I didn't end up doing it. I think that's a good decision, honestly. Yeah. You have to make your money in the right ways. It's it sucks to say that, but you really do. Like, you have to make sure, because somebody out there, like, what if he really is scamming people, and that fifty dollars came from somebody that was like, hell yeah, it sent him a hundred bucks. Definitely did. And then never did anything with it. Yeah. And he's hustling the system. Make it look like he's flipping cryptocurrency. Whatever it is. I, yeah, I didn't even look into it. But That's crazy. I just thought it was a, it was a fun story. Because I just... My whole thing was... Okay, I could be a dick to this person. Because I clearly know what they want. And you could just... I could sense they were being arrogant. But I was like, alright, stay cool. I was like... Just, be ki- just keep the kindness. Right? That's what it's all about. And then that turned into a potential job offer. And it's that... That journey into I could have made money, yeah, but decided not to was like oh that was that's memorable. Somebody could have seen that little clip on Instagram and hired you for a movie. Hundred percent. Well, I don't know about a movie, but <laughs> like you never know. Or man. maybe like another small kind of testimonial kind of thing. You never know. Or like hey, I got a bunch it of like, like sham wow. We want to remake Rocky, and you look perfect for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> You never know. You never know. Entrepreneurship. That's you know. Best. You know what my new venture is. What's that? I've got a new venture. So, and this is like super easy. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make dog dog leashes, hmm. climbing rope dog leashes. Super easy to do. Just buy a leash. I uh, buy a climbing rope. Cut it. Tie a couple of knots. Done. It's super easy. <laughs> Try it out. Buy one rope. Costs like seventy dollars, and. For six feet, you can make forty dollars. Hmm. So forty times, I think a rope is a hundred and eighty. I don't know, but we're talking like a big profit margins here. I'm thinking, okay, it's easy. I'll start a dog leash company. So simple. Yeah. And it's just like something that I could do over the winter, because now that winter's coming up, the farming is kind of, kind of dying down, and I love that because. I have, I'm like a squirrel. We're like, oh, a tree. Like, oh, another squirrel. Like, kind of just like... Always looking for your nut. The thing is, <laughs> always looking for the nut. And I always kind of... I get obsessed with things, right? Yeah. So like, I got to do this. And I'm going to do just do this for... Until I get completely sick of it. And I get sick of it. Hmm. I take a break. And then I go into this other passion. This other branch. And I just go 100%. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I go into this other branch, and then maybe I'll return back to this branch. 
So that's what I really like about farming, hmm. is the seasonality, is that I get a break. So now by the end of the, the winter, I'm going to be like, I'm going to have all these ideas, like, okay, let's do this. Because I just, I just, it works for me. Yep. So now I can have a couple of different side projects. <laughs> and it might work for other entrepreneurs. I don't know if a lot of us have, uh, like, OCD and ADD or whatever those fancy yeah. terms they like to give us. Hey podcast listeners, what's up? This is Adam from AA for Entrepreneurs. Sorry about the abrupt end there. We have literally spent days trying to figure out how to get our backup audio volume to go up to no avail. So that is it for this episode of AA for Entrepreneurs. We, uh, we learned that the Anchor app that we use to make our podcast has an hour time limit on recordings. So, uh, you know, lesson learned. It's part of being an entrepreneur is just kind of adjusting to what you're handed and uh, moving on. You can't stress about it too much because stress is a negative energy. And when you put negative energy out there, you get negative energy back. So we will talk to you guys soon. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I think it was one of our best. Uh, and we're, we're excited to give you guys more content. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at AA for Entrepreneurs. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you can get notified when these amazing podcasts drop. And let us know in the comments of Instagram if you got any value from this or what value you got from this or, you know, ideas you guys might have, anything like that. All right? I, I, I got to go. I'm actually at a, a family cookout. I finally got a day off, so I got to get going. Just wanted to record this quick and put this out because, uh, yeah value. All right, guys, have a great day and uh, keep doing big things. I will be at Hempfest. See you there.